Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Mike and Brian. Very exciting show for you today. We got Dale Moss in the house. Can't wait to have this exclusive one-on-one interview with him. But you know how we do. We got to get started with hot takes. So I'm going to throw it over to my boy, Mike. Let's get into the hot takes today, Brian. Like, you know, what you we got, got what you got? <laughs> we got Bachelor of Paradise going on right now. Uh, we got a lot of drama going on. We have our friend of the pod, uh, our friend of Bachelor Nation. She's a part of Bachelor Nation. Marissa Gunn, um, and a guy that she's dating on the show, Riley, Mr. Swole, if you don't know. <laughs> uh, Swole dude, AF. <laughs> yo, I worked out with Riley, and I promise you, his biceps are even bigger in purse. Bro, and you're, a, and, and you're a big dude. So I, if, if you're crazy. saying that, then they must be fucking huge in person. It, it's crazy, bro. Like, dude, he, he's making something happen. But, so, for those of you that don't know the tea, we're going to spill the tea right quick. Riley and Marissa go on a date. They go to the Boom Boom Room after their date. Now, mm. for 50% of the fans, that's no big deal. For, 50, uh, for those, some of y'all are probably like, hell, I would have done the same thing. For the other 50%, it's like, oh my God, I don't want my daughter doing this or that in the third. So, that's the backstory, right? My piece on it is I'm gonna come from a higher ground than mm. I would have come. I would have come earlier, right? Talk on it. <laughs> One, I have a, a few thoughts. One, why are people coming at Marissa, not Riley? Two, we have people on this show get get on one knee within three weeks. Y'all be saying nothing about that. Three, we have people in the nation uh, that have the complexion for the protection. I said <laughs> what I said, and they may not they they don't get the same flag. Uh, four. Are you in a bedroom? So why does it matter? Five, I, I will go all day on this. <laughs> Five, like, we are not in their dating relationship, right? So why the F does it We only it matter? catch little glimpses. Yeah, you're right. Right, like, genuinely, why does it matter? If they're good human beings, then why are you coming at them? Like, we've seen literally on previous seasons of Bachelor in Paradise, People hooking up like this. You got Kenny coming on, coming out there butt ass naked. Yeah. Y'all don't be saying nothing about that. Y'all don't say nothing about the guys that be doing this stuff. Or no. y'all do every now and then call us uh, fuck boys if we slept with one individual. Or if one individual woman wants to sleep with somebody who honestly, we don't know what the hell they did in the boom boom room. Let's be, let's yeah. Be it's we just everything's assumed. Everything is assumed that they, right? that they went all the way. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Like... 
if anything, let's watch this love unfold. Like you don't know what's happening out there. Like I, as a man, as a single man, I could sleep with someone on the first night or sleep with someone on the fourth month. It's all, that's not going to change my outlook on you as an individual. Love that. Love that. Like, I told, I totally agree with you, bro. Like, listen, at the end of the day, these were two consulting, consenting adults and it takes two to tango, right? You know, and both decided to take it there if they did. And it really doesn't matter what we think. Like they felt it in the moment and they went for it. Like Mike, yeah. have, let me ask you, let's be, let's be, let's be 100. On right let's be 100. <laughs> have you ever had a one night stand? Have you ever had a one night stand? I've been to Vegas once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say that's a yes. So like, Talk about that date and like how it went down. Like for me, I admit, yes. Have I? Yes, absolutely. Now, what I what I remember from those times is like the date was going amazing. Like I, the same thing you saw with Riley and Marissa, how they were vibing. Like yeah. Connor B was a afterthought. You know what I'm saying? Like they were vibing so well. Like everything was perfect. There was romance. There was intimacy. The kissing. It was it was getting hot, right? Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the night, like. I like you said, I'm not going to judge a, a, a woman if she felt it in the moment, just like I did. And we went at it. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had situations where it went down like that and we ended up dating for a minute. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And genuinely can happen, bro. Correct. One, one thing that pisses me off, probably two things. One, half the people that be talking crap about others, be having a Bible verses in their bio on IG. Yeah. Super yeah. annoying. Yeah. Super annoying. Secondly, it, it's the women coming at Marissa. The, it ain't even dudes coming at Marissa. It's the women coming at Marissa. And so my thought is like, baby, why can't women shower love to other women? Yeah, yeah, like, no. It's... Wh why is there like always this war going on for women in front of and other women? Like, bruh, love each other. Yeah, it's she it's, look good. It's Riley's sad... got a body of a god. It's a sad <laughs> situation, bro. Like, I, I obviously that comes down to like societal norms. Like when guys have sex, right? I mean, think back to Peter and the windmill four times. Everybody was like damn near clapping in the audience. You know what I'm saying? And like well, we when a woman does this like this, you know, she's slut shamed. You know, no, you know what? You know, you know why I said number two, I said the complexion for the protection. Yeah. I'm about to, I'm, people going to get mad at me and I don't give a damn. Uh oh. When. It's talking our, it out, baby. When. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm, it, it, you, know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I told the producers I might bloviate a bit. I'm about to bloviate, right? <laughs> I remember these famous words. And this person, by the way, I got love for you. I'm not coming at you individually. You just said some words that go perfectly for what I'm about to say. This person said, we didn't have sex two times. We didn't have sex three times. We had sex four times in the windmill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that person was a lead on the show. And we all clapping. Parents clapping, everybody was clapping. Everybody clapping. Those same individuals that were clapping for that individual are the ones saying, I want my daughter to act like this individual. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a double standard. Right, that's a double standard. Yeah. It's like, I, I feel sometimes for our people out there and our listeners, and I'm not talking about strictly just Bachelor Nation listeners, but just myself, you, our producers, everybody in the world, I feel that sometimes we can be brainwashed to think certain things. Literally, yeah. we got one person saying, I slept with him four times in front of his mama. Yeah. Let, let what do you feel? What do you feel but about this the person sleeps with uh, one individual only? 
don't brag on a situation and is getting crushed. Bro, yeah. Come on. Man. What do you think about the because I was reading the comments and, you know, like we said, half of them were good. Half of them were, you know, shaming her or whatnot. Um, I read somebody's take on it where they basically talked about the fact that she had never been on a proper date, right? Sure. How she how she said it was, from what I understood, it was that like no guy has ever taken her out to dinner and this and that, but she has had sex in the past. She loves sex, all fine and dandy. But some people were saying, well, maybe that's why – Maybe that's why you haven't gone on a proper date is because exhibit A, you sleep with the guy on the first night. Like, what do you feel about that? Yeah. Uh, the ratchet in me is speaking. The inner ratchet, right? I'm going to say it right quick and then I'm going to pull it back in, right? Uh, the inner ratchet is saying, <laughs> that that's why your man cheated on you with another woman. Uh, oh! So I, I pulled the ratchet back in, right? I, I had saying it, okay? I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on in that young woman's world, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure what Marissa was conveying is that she has been treated in a romantic light the way that Riley has treated her thus far from what we have seen. And I'm certain it has nothing to do with if she decides to have sex with the individual. Point blank period. Yeah. I know for a fact some of the people I've had sex with in the past, I've taken them on dates and we were in a relationship. I've slept with them. They hell, you could you could say it like this. They slept with me because I, I hate the term of like. I'm a, I'm gonna continue to always go back to this. Women and men, we, we're we're wanting, but I'm speaking to women. We want like equality, right? Women's rights. Yeah. We want women to be treated equally. But baby, why are you hating on your fellow woman, right? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. It just, it just pisses me off, man. Like you don't see dudes on Riley's page talking about, bruh. I never want my son to be like you. You don't see none of that. Yeah, you see. If anything, they'll be like, bro, Marissa look good, homie. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, a and I mean, standard. it is, it is. And I think that is all created by like the societal norms that, you know, we have in our world. And, you know, what, what's the saying? A, a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like these are human beings. You know what I'm saying? Like if they want to express themselves sexually with each other on night one, night five, whatever the case may be. I mean, at the end of the day, you still might get played or you might get married. Like in this situation, I hope Riley goes on and like, I hope they make it so bad to like, just be a, a prime example of just shut the fuck up. Like everybody who's exactly. out there is talking exactly. shit. You know what exactly. I'm saying? But I wanted to, I wanted to talk about another thing as far as this is concerned. Like we always talk about it. Timing is everything. Like what about timing in the situation? Like Riley seems like a mature dude. He's got a career. Riley, I've met he's, Riley personally. He's very mature. The dude is- yeah. He got he's a good head on his shoulders. Very good head on his shoulders. You know, I, I, you vouch for him. That's all. That's all good for me. He has a career. He's going places. You know what I'm saying? He's a good looking guy. It's like, why? Why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that that he has. Like, I think he's at a point in his life where he may be ready for that next step. You know what I'm saying? Like, he isn't a, a fuck boy. So I think that this is hopefully going to go far. I completely agree with you there. Something that my, now the ratchet came out earlier. Now my financial advisor side is coming out. I'm going to give a shout out to Bachelor Data, right? They're an IG page. They do a really good job. A, really, a lot of an, analytics, right? Mm -hmm. People on this show, Paradise last, 
How long would you, you've never been on Paradise, have you? We weren't on Paradise, right? I think no, it's a month. I think it's a month, but they spend. I think, e- I, I think it's 21 days specifically, right? Yeah. And at the end of that 21 days, someone gets engaged. If Riley and Marissa slept with each other on night one, if we were to do the math in that regard, they actually, and I'm being facetious, but at the same time, I have validity behind it. They actually waited longer than most people do, because if they get engaged on this show, I mean, we know people get engaged pretty quickly. Yeah. Hey, I don't care for those people out there saying, why uh, he ain't gonna buy the cow if he, if he tastes the milk already. Baby, I'm tasting that milk first. Take it. Uh, oh, okay. I'm, yes. I'm ta- hey. You're going. I'm, 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 I'm tasting the milk before I. Oh buy no, the you, you have to. I mean, I totally believe in that. I mean, I know a lot of people out there don't, but Bro, it is what it is. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna. Are you gonna put a ring on somebody's finger without without knowing? You know what I'm saying? What if it's out of, out of, what if it's horrible? People, out of ten people, minimum this many. One hand is gone that have gotten divorced. Yeah. You know the number one reason for a divorce, or the number two reason? Because number one is. Uh, it's financial. Money, yeah. Yeah, money. number one is money. Number two is infidelity. Oh. What is infidelity? A part of sex, bro. I ain't, look, these people that are just lying to themselves, and for those people that don't believe in, you know, tasting the milk, baby, I love you as well. I'm not yeah. judging you. Like, yeah. that's not the, that's not the to argument. To each their own. Yeah, it's to, to each, each their, own. their own. Thank you for saying it. It's to each their own. My biggest argument over all the other things I said, because I think I said some things that people will take up and take it into pieces of how they decide to, and... That's what we do on Talking It Out. You know, say it how you feel, right? I hope people listen to the entirety of this. But women should be able to say the same thing without getting steamrolled online. Yeah. No, and, and look like, at look at somebody like Demi, right? I mean, she's been on there. She's like, I want to go to the Boom Boom Room. You know, she's yeah. been, been very sex positive. Yeah. You know, Katie. her ads sometimes with sex toys and things like that. I'm all for it, right? She's out there with it. Like, the Bachelorette, the most recent Bachelorette, Katie, she's sex positive. And, yeah. And, and I am appreciative of an individual who is true to themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I mean, we're by no means whatsoever. Are, should Do we think that uh, Marissa should be labeled, you know, all the nasty names that she is at the end of the day? Like I said, she's a consenting adult. Riley was there as well. And. Just because that happens doesn't mean they can't go on to have a beautiful relationship that's long and lasting, right? So a lot of people out there think, oh, it's never going to work. You saw that. That's not the case. Like I have evidence not only in my own dating life, but, you know, there's other evidence of uh, of couples out there that you ask them like, yeah, we've been married 25 years. And it's like we had a night of passion night one. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's people out there. So. It, it, it's it's possible, and I really hope the best for them. It's one hundred percent possible. And some people value physical connection higher than other people. Correct, physical but touch. Also, for those in, I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm, I don't care, I don't care today. Bro. I don't care today. <laughs> He's on one. Uh, so when I was in the military, people would get married faster because they're in the military, and you know we change bases. But I also know people that are really religious. You know, and they follow everything within their religion. And guess what? I don't come at them. But one of the things that I've noticed at times, not all, for those extremely religious, they get married at a way faster rate. One individual we talked about in the past, Nick Cannon, him and Rod Carey got married within, what, three months? 
three months? Don't. Yeah, it was quick. It was quick. Somebody, somebody tell me if I'm wrong. I'm not saying I'm exactly right now. I know it was really quick, right? And Mariah Carey told him she's not sleeping with him until he puts a ring on it. Mm. And so we love to see people get married, right? We love that. I have nothing against Mariah, Nick, but my, my point is if Marissa and Riley, Riley and Marissa waited three weeks to get married, because that's how long the show really is, we ain't gonna be saying shit. No, but, but we check say this out. About, we say something about them having sex on the first night, though. That's BS, bro. No, and check this out. Um, Paradise, I mean, I've never been on Paradise, but you actually spent, like, if you lock in with one person on the first few days and you're with them for throughout the extent of it, it's longer than the time that I had with Rachel. It, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, a fact. you're, I mean, when you're put inside this bubble, it's like a microcosm of, of the real world, but just without the, all that. the distractions, the phone, the TV, you're honed in on this one person, you know what I'm saying? And you're having those deep conversations that, you know, maybe you wouldn't have until month four, month five, month six in a relationship outside. And then you got all those distractions. Oh, I got to go to work. Let me send her a couple texts. Meanwhile, Riley, Riley and Marissa are right there on the bed having a, a full on conversation all day, every day for three weeks. So that's so you know, true. You spend about once you get booed up with somebody, that's 18 hours a day. You with that person, you know, yeah. let's, let's just you can get a lot done in 18 you hours, can do a lot in 18 hours. Yeah. Like that's sometimes five dates yeah you, i mean think fact, about it think about six, it that's six dates at three hours per date Come on, don't you taking out a girl to think about it you taking out a woman to dinner you know maybe having a couple drinks somewhere else in the lounge afterwards three hours i mean think about how much talking and then you multiply that times six six of those exactly and you right. condense it yeah i need. i just need the. i just need the people that are coming at marissa and come one why are you coming to marissa and not riley Two, why are you coming at a fellow woman? Three, just think about that. If someone's gives you, if you and a person go on a date for three hours, six times over, let's say six times, let's say that's a month and a half, let's say two months, right? They doing that in one day on Paradise. Yeah. I've been on Paradise. I'm telling you that's that's what it is. And multiply that, you know, to equal three weeks total. I mean, it's it's a lot. I mean, you could you could definitely get to know the person. Like, for all we know. Like night one, they had such a, an amazing connection from day one and, and, a, and a talk and got to know each other as much as possible. Like maybe they decided, you know what, this he's the one. She's the one. That's it. Wrap it up. Put a bow in it. Like we're done. Like we can leave right now together. But you know what I'm saying? Like they, they're doing their thing. Yeah, let them do their thing. I mean, today's guest, I mean, he got engaged pretty quickly. So, Brian, like. I honestly am not trying to be in somebody else's private area. That's for them, you know? I really yep. don't, I don't think someone's religion should be in somebody else's private area. Uh, but in talking about how quick things can happen, we got Dale Moss on the pod today. Uh, he is engaged to a beautiful lady, Claire the Bachelorette. Uh, I, wanna, I wanna bring him on and just get his thoughts. How about you? Absolutely, man. I think uh, I love their love story. It was unprecedented in Bachelor history. And uh, I just want to, I just want to get to know uh, the man, the man, uh, and you know, just learn more about their love story. Let's bring him on, Dale Moss. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Dale, what is up, brother? How you doing, my man? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to hop on with y'all boys. It's uh, it's something I was looking forward to. So how, how y'all how y'all doing? Doing well, man. It's hey, great man, to have you. life. Doing Been good. wanting to have you on. Dale, I'm going to just hop right into it, right? We we have a hot take on our podcast. I know you're like a fan of our podcast. I know you subscribe to it. I know you want everyone else to subscribe to it as well. And so you already know we have a hot take every week on our podcast. And this week we were talking about two individuals that are on Bachelor in Paradise, Riley and Marissa. Um, they went to the Boom Boom Room night one. And we had our thoughts on that. Uh, the biggest issue that I believe some people are having is that they went to the Boom Boom Room quite quickly. You are someone who is also uh, not afraid to do things quickly. How do you yeah. feel about Marissa and Riley's situation? Uh, honestly, I, from the outside looking in, it's it's easy for people to say how they should handle a situation, uh, but they're both grown. I know Riley very well. Um, and I think if they're both feeling that, they're, they're grown, right? So I don't think that necessarily limits their options. Um, but if, if that's what they're feeling, they, they're both, um, you know, they both made the decision that they want. So I, it was obviously all over the internet and social and everything, but in my eyes, um, you know, I didn't think it was that big of a deal because that's a choice that they both made. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, people are surprised about it. There's no question about it. Right. That's, that's early on, but, um, they're grown. So, you know, do, do what you do. And if Riley's feeling it and she's feeling it, um, you know, I see nothing wrong with it at all. Yeah. Do you think there's a double standard when it comes to that? Because it seems like nobody's really coming at Riley and all the all the criticism is coming towards Marissa. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think there is a double standard. And, you know, one of the things and this is what I've learned, uh, obviously, is, um, you know, you have fans of the show and it almost forces people to choose sides in a lot of instances. And. Um, the internet can just be ruthless, but at the end of the day, um, I don't know Marissa, but I, I know Riley very, very well. He's a stand-up dude. Um, so whatever's going, uh, you know, that, that'll pass too, right? You know, as, as things unfold and hopefully they'll continue to grow that relationship, uh, on paradise and it'll be a distant memory at the end of the day. It really will be a distant memory. I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's their relationship and no one else's, um, just like, Someone that we know. Oh, he's here with us today. <laughs> it's your relationship and no one else's. Uh, how are you doing, Dale? How's life been since uh, we saw you on Claire's season? Uh, I mean, life's been great. You know, obviously, um, with everything, and I think everyone who goes through the franchise uh, goes through some ups and downs. But um, you know, I'm I'm happy. I'm you know the happiest I've been uh, in a very very long time. Things are opening up so much more. You know, last year. 
uh, we're still in the pandemic, but you think about where things were at, um, you know, and Claire and I are doing very well. Um, I think the best thing that we did after a period of time was just focused on one another and building the relationship as strong as we could. Um, and, and that's really worked for us. So life beyond the show, in all honesty, hasn't really changed that much, though. Um, you know, still uh, in New York, split between New York and California. Um, but I'm, I'm just really excited for the fall. You know, I'm, I'm really, really excited. There's a lot of um, things that, you know, I think are going to open up and just getting back a little bit more to a normal sense of life. Yeah, absolutely. So, Dale, like, let's take it back to the beginning uh, and recap your your love story. Like, first of all, what made you go on the show? Yeah, I I remember um, I, I was nominated, and uh, Sage is like a little sister to me out in New York. And then the way this all came about, she's like, "I never see you dating anyone. You're always uh, by yourself. We need to find you a girl." And I'm like, "I'm not." I'm not interested in going on a show or doing anything like that. I like life how it is. Um, and, you know, you fast forward, it was October when I, I got a call from one of the producers um, and asked me if I'd be interested. And I told him I'd get back to him and I called her right away. And she's like, oh, you got to do it. You got to do it. And I was like, you know, you have my word. I'll go through the process. And when it gets down to the final stages, we'll see what happens there. Um, Did you know it was Claire at that point or no? Uh, not at that point, no. Okay. Um, this was, I mean, this was early on. Obviously, y'all know it's a, it's a pretty long process. Um, but one of the things as it got down to it that really made me comfortable um, was they had narrowed it down. And then Claire was announced as the bachelorette, I think it, it, right at the end of February. Um, and for me personally, going into it, that was something that was really important that I knew whoever was going to be on the other side was someone who could really handle life experiences, who was really serious about building a life and a foundation, because I'm someone who's been very, very protective of my family, um, my relationships. And I also knew that if I committed to something, whether it was aired or not, I was going to put my heart and soul out. And also what you see is what you get. So I told my family before I even got on the show, like, you know, there might be some things that come out. I'm going to, I'm not airing it out, but this is our story. This is how I was brought up and it's nothing to be ashamed of in any way, shape or form. So I'm going to tell it like it is um, and be myself as much as possible. So, um, but yeah, once I, once I knew Claire was officially the bachelorette, I told him, you know, I'm fully on board. And I think it was about eight, like seven or eight days later that I finally flew out um, at the beginning of March. So did you do any type of like reconnaissance with Claire prior to the show? Like once you knew it was her, because I know with me and Rachel, like I, yeah, once I knew it was her, I was like, okay, let me see what she's all about. I'd see her on Jimmy Kimmel. I'd kind of know what exactly she wanted out of a guy. And it was like, okay, I feel like me and her are really going to get along. Like she seems like a very down to earth person, personable, you know, lights up a room. And I kind of knew what I was going into. Is that something that you did? I mean, I knew I knew a little bit. Um, I purposely didn't watch a lot of the pre- previous seasons. Also, it had been so much time since Claire had actually been on the show. Um, and I wanted to go in there uh, without a preconceived notion of anything, to be gotcha. honest. And uh, Claire's someone who's naturally just private. So, you know, you could get a little feel uh, via social and things like that. But she's someone who has not um, 
typically has never really shared a lot of her personal life, but that didn't bother me at all. Um, you know, I, I just tried to prepare um, as much as possible of just being comfortable with the idea of like really opening up because, you know, while I've done things on camera and stuff before, it's a completely different ball game when you're opening yourself up and you're putting your heart and soul out there. And also you don't know how it's going to be received. Um, so, but I, you know, I'm, I'm thankful with how things turned out. Obviously I wouldn't change anything for the world. Um, and I think the biggest thing was just that knowing that, um, I knew she was mature. I knew that she was very passionate. Um, and I, I felt comfortable, um, just really opening up in that setting. Mm, nice. Uh you know that she's mature and passionate, uh, but you said she was private on her socials uh, prior to you going on. So what was it about Claire that made you say, All right, I'll do it. I want to meet her. I mean, I, I remember when she was announced on GMA and I and I've said this before, I thought she just had um, a, a light and an energy to her. And I could tell she was so excited to be there because she meant, you know, she felt that she was meant to be. Um, in that position. And it gave me a lot of confidence. I didn't see anything that was forced or anything like that. And I, I think the biggest thing too, I just, I felt like she was going to be herself regardless of the situation and the circumstance. Um, and, you know, as things kind of progressed and once we actually got to the filming date, um, that became like very, very apparent. And it was something that I loved and something that I know as a man, you know, I needed, um, because a lot of times, you know, I'm a little bit, as much as I can be fun and joking around, um, I can be very, very reserved. And she pulled a lot of things out of me um, that challenged me early on, especially in a setting such as that, right? You got 30, 30 other guys there and you wanna be, be cool and with everybody, but um, yeah, she brought a lot out of me for sure. So, I mean, so it's her energy. I can completely agree with you that when I've seen Claire, she's always jovial. Uh, or she's always emotional, emotionally happy or, or sad. She shows, she wears her emotions on her sleeve. Uh, so I can completely see why you like her in, in, in regards. And obviously now you guys are in love. Uh, how does it feel, man? Because like, I've been vocal. I've been honest about it. If I was on the same season as you, you would have pissed me the hell off because I would have been a hater, right? It ain't nothing that you feel personally. I just would have been a hater. It's like being Tom Brady. I just hate you because you're Tom Brady. You don't play for the Cowboys, right? So how, how is it being in your position? Like this woman is clearly only wanting you. Like, I think how, like, how does you feel in regards to other guys? Did you, did you care? Did you not care? So, I mean, obviously like when you're in it, you're, you're focused on um, like yourself and your, your time together. Uh, but I definitely felt tension, um, but it wasn't something that was consuming in any way, shape or form because I, I tried to be myself and still regardless of our time, my time with Claire or on the dates, myself and still build a quality relationship with the guys um, as much as possible. But I remember after um, it was like our, uh, a group date uh, when we spent a little too much time together, that's when I really, really felt a lot of heat from the guys and rightfully so, I think to a degree. Um, but it was really important that I felt that at that stage, because, you know, after that night and going into the next day, I, I let go of any, worry any limiting belief in that setting and i just said you know love me or hate me like you know i'm not doing anything wrong you know um i'm i'm here for her day like there's only so much that you can do and you can control if you try to make everyone happy 
Um, you're going to end up, you're going to end up hurting the people that you care about the most. And I, I saw that and sensed that because there were a few times where I was like, almost like cutting our time short, you know, because I felt guilty in some of those yeah. instances and I had elaborate no idea about the structure. Elaborate on that. Cause you've seen this show in the past and you know, we both know, all three of us know with Claire being the lead, that's never happened before in a sense of she only wants you. It's unprecedented. Uh, yeah, she's only wants you, right? And a part of you probably feels good about it. Then a part of you, like you just said, you know, you felt a little bit bad at times. Did you ever bring that up to Claire? Like, and what would be those conversations? Yeah, I mean, we definitely talked about that uh, a little bit. Um, but I think our conversations really all focused around each other, you know, and what you saw from the first first night that we, we truly did have a connection and a bond that um, I, I still to this day can't even explain it and put it into words. And I know for both of us, we felt that in after spending a little bit of time together, that was confirmed because, you know, one of the biggest fears is that you're going to feel a certain way for someone and it's not going to be reciprocated. And I think we found out very early on that that's exactly how we felt for one another. So it made everything else that I'm, much easier. I mean, um, Dale, Dale, she she literally said when you came out of that limo and you walked away, what did she say? She said, I, I think I just met my husband. So you guys were like an unstoppable force from like the jump. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And something that we were talking about the guys and whatnot. And for my season, like I always would say it, like whether I was the the front runner and, you know, first in her heart or if I was, you know, watching that going on with somebody else, it doesn't mean that you're better than anybody, anybody yeah. else. You're not better than anybody else. But at the same time, you are the best man for her. And that was determined very early on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's just in life, though, right? It's, yeah that's that's what you want and that's what you hope for and um yeah it, it was it was something that i mean even to this day when i because when i first saw it i didn't know that she said that um until it actually aired you know yeah. and i was like taken back and i remember my sister called me like crying you know she's like you know i wish mom could see this i'm so happy for you um i just want you to be happy and it, it was it was special because you know you could feel that through uh the tv screen and um, it was never a set, you know, a feeling of being better, um, than anyone else. I didn't focus on what they were doing during their time, um, because I feel like that can consume you. I just tried yeah. to hold on to our time together as much as possible and just know that regardless of what went on, it was enough. And that was going to stand the test of time, you know, however long it would be, obviously things ended up being a little bit shorter. You know, yeah. the the little that I know of you and how I met you prior to going on the show, one question. Did you know that you were going to go on the show when we met? 
I had no. Uh, ooh. <laughs> I, Check I, that. I, I, had, like, ooh. I was going through the interview process, but I didn't know at that point. Fair, so, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, so I didn't know for sure. At that point. I kept it under wraps, like, Not, as all, you, like through and through. Fair enough. Uh, but the time that I've met you in the past uh, and listening to you now and speak and how you were on the show and how you show yourself on social, you do seem to be more reserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, when you and Claire uh, had started dating off the show and then had your time apart, uh, then got back together, people were having, there was rumors spurling that you just want to be for fame, right? But yeah. your personality, you kind of just quiet. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like like I said, my life hasn't changed much since the show. The relationships, the friendships, you know, I had a, a full-fledged life and career before. And obviously there's things that change, you know, following some some of those things. And I'm in a relationship now. So I've never wanted to chase fame, if anything. Um, I've always said, you know, I just want respect. I want to build uh, a life and be able to do the things like I want to do, uh, live on my own terms. And at the end of the day, I want to build a family. So um, you, you got to let go of that stuff right away. And I know it's just par for the course. Everyone's got their own backgrounds. Everyone's got their um, history, right? And when people who have no concept and no idea of who you are as a human being as, and a person, it's natural that they'll gravitate towards that. And also just the history of the show. You know, there's there's no getting around it from that standpoint. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, you, you go through that, but I don't pay attention to any of that. Fair enough. I was going to ask you, like, how do you handle the trolls and the haters? Because, you know, I know you received a lot of flack. You guys actually broke up at one point and now obviously you're back together, which is great. But I'm sure you were going through a lot when you guys were broken up. Like, how did you handle uh, all that criticism? I mean, it's it's hard not to let things seep in. And, you know, Claire and I have talked about this. We went through it in in our on both sides, you know, during the term of this relationship. Um, and I always say I can go to bed at night um, without stressing because I know the type of man I am, you know, regardless of what's put out in media and across social media. Um, you know, I know where my morals and reasons for for different things stand or have stood. Um, and I just don't consume it. You know, I think the best thing that's ever happened was going through something like that because, yeah. and I've said this to my, my family, um, you know, I'm glad I experienced something like that early. And as a man, you know, I learned a lot from that situation and I've learned a lot from the show. And while there's always going to be difficulties, uh, in life, in a relationship, um, you know, you can really come out the other side uh, if you just stay true to yourself, which is what um, myself and Claire did. And we were just private and worked on our stuff behind closed doors. You guys, so, I will all day agree with you right there, my man. You you and Claire both are true to yourselves 100%. A moment ago, uh, you said that, you know, you just want to you want to build a family, you know, here in the future. So you're talking to God. What does that family look like? How many kids we have? We have boys first. We have girls. What's up? Yeah, I, I guess I've never put it like a number uh, on that. Um, I just I just feel the greatest gift um, is to be a father. And whenever that happens, um, that's that's all I've wanted, because growing up, I had we had nothing but family. You know, we were so poor. I mean, I remember as a kid, <laughs> like hiding eviction notices because I didn't want my mom to get upset, you know, and um, but no matter what 
we went through, we always had a great sense of self. And that's because my parents, regardless of what they went through in life, um, really gave us unconditional love um, and gave us a sense and understanding of the importance of family. Um, you know, I'm, I'm Dale Jr., my dad's big Dale. Uh, I, I'd love to have a son, but also uh, I would cherish <laughs> a daughter and protect her uh, to the ends of the earth. But, um, you know, I, that all will happen in due time. And I think, um, you know, a lot of that's out of my hands. It's in God's hands. Are you and Claire on the same page when it comes to that? Like moving forward in the family, possibly? Yeah. I mean, we've, all, we've always talked from the beginning about, you know, we, we went into this um, with the goal to, to build a family, you know? And um, our number one focus still has also been just building the strongest foundation with our relationship um, as we possibly can. So, um, and I think a lot of that shows uh, even to where we're at, you know, right now, um, even with so much time that's passed, all the things that have happened in the world, you know, the things that we've both gone through individually, behind the scenes, personally, um, but also with our families. And, and that's our focus, just building the strongest love and the strongest foundation possible. And, and again, everything else will take care of itself. I mean, we get it. We get it all the time, Rachel and I, but I'm sure you get it all the time. Those babies would be gorgeous. <laughs> not, not, not gonna lie not gonna lie babies, babies. uh that's funny because like we joke around about that but um yeah, said babies? There's, uh, <laughs> there's, uh, she, she's beautiful she's a queen you know i i think and i said this early on uh you know i i, I have no doubt that she'll she'd make an amazing mother and uh you know the people who are in her circle in her corner she gives all the love that she has to give. So, um, yeah, again, I, I mean, we've heard it all. We see it all on social media and everything like that. So, again, um, we're not going to uh, deny any of that. So, well, what do you mean you're not going to deny any of that? Because, like, right now there's a rumor that you guys are eloped. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, when I saw that, I was like, like, I was like let, oh. let us see your finger. My sister, my sister texted me. Um, and she's like, when did all this happen? And I was like, <laughs> You're so, oh, man, like, no. Yeah. But but again, like, um, you know, the Internet will do their thing um, and, and they'll put it out again. We we don't focus on that at all. Isn't that uh, crazy? Like wait, your so own wait. family has to call you like, yo, is this rumor true? It's like, wait, is no. the rumor true or no, Dale? When Claire and I, when that time comes, everyone will know about it. And when is that time? So so is the what better time than talking it out? <laughs> Well, that's a clear. I'm genuinely curious, Dale. I'm genuinely curious. Like, <laughs> I, I I could say that rumor is is not accurate. I I can definitely. Okay, say that. I'm trying. Yeah. Like, I'm Dale. I'm trying to help you out because you know, like, yeah, they, no, I, like, I, oh, I, he didn't I, answer I the question. It, Let's I just snip it in the bud. Funny, right? Yeah, it's funny because and y'all know this just as as well as I do, uh, even better. How one small thing can go, and then it gets picked up here, and there's an article, and then they go back and look at liking this tweet or liking, and it's like whatever. That's why you just got to let the internet, like they're going to do what they're going to do. Um, and it goes back to like, how do you handle some of those things? You know, you, I, I try not to consume it, uh, it as much as possible. It finds its way back to you. But at the end of the day, um, more so than not, I, I think some of those things are funny, right? Like how these stories can really get, get out there and the clickbait that, that really gets pushed, but clickbait for sure. I, uh, Hold Sorry. on, Dale. What's the craziest thing that you've heard? I mean, obviously, we just talked about one of them, but what would you say is like the craziest thing that anybody's ever put out there in the in the media or on social media about you? And oh, Claire. That's a good one. 
I mean, there was everything that we honestly, it's hard for me to pinpoint. We like, we've been in the media pretty heavily since last August. You know what I mean? There's been a lot of different things. And like I said, I don't really consume too much of it. I'll get and see certain things um, here and there. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I wish I could give you the craziest. There's been a lot of them. I, I thought the, the wedding thing was, you know, really surprising. Um, you know, especially that, uh, how, how that kind of came about. And again, those are all things that like Claire and I have talked about for, for a long time. Um, but usually like anything that's really going to come out, if it's going to come out, it's going to come out from the both of us. So, um, I don't know, man, there's a, there's a lot. Like I remember Rachel and I, we were at an event in New York and she was busy, like she was working the event and I was actually on my way to a photo shoot. So I was on my phone trying to figure out the Uber and the, the directions to, the, to where I was going. And like one person that was behind a booth saw that like interaction, like I was focused yeah. on my phone. She was kind of like doing something else. Next thing I know in like Us Weekly or whatever tabloid it is, it's like, oh, source inside source says this relationship is all about business you know it, it, <laughs> this it, isn't gonna it, last blah 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 it's, it's like did you get that from that one little moment it's like i mean it, it's 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 wild it, especially when you think about like if you're in new york or you know la or some of these other yeah. markets um like this year during the pandemic people didn't have they didn't have much to do you know what i'm saying and I, there's a lot of things just from like Dumois and all those, and it's, it's unreal. The things that go through there, um, that have no merit, um, you know, or no, no actual sound foundation and yeah, people see things it's and they take everything is true. And, you know, I, I've been in New York city for six years. I mean, I'm six, four, if I'm walking around the street, I go, you know, I'm, I'm pretty easy to spot. Um, so definitely during, um, you know, the winter months and into, uh, the early spring, I mean, it was just constant. Like I, I get people tracking my movements throughout the city. Like they could draw a map and everything was Dale seen here, Dale seen there, Dale seen here. And then anything Claire and I would do or do was, you know, under a microscope. But again, we've never like minced our movements. We've never hid anything. Um, you know, we don't share all of our personal business and everything like that, but, you know, we love each other unconditionally. And like we, the number one, like we love spending time together. We love exploring the city and, you know, we're not going to change how we maneuver just because people are, are watching and paying attention. I always say, uh, and I learned this from my ex, it's about privacy, not secrecy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's and there, and there's a fine line in, in, in this day and age. And I had to learn that personally um a little bit more um and i think that's even when you just communicate with like friends and family because you just you just never know someone tells someone something and it gets uh um taken one way versus another um but again it's it, it's such a it was such a time for growth for the both of us because we've never experienced any of those things and uh it, it's been amazing being able to go through that uh, with a partner and together, because I know even when one of us was struggling and, you know, the other one would lift, uh, the other up and vice versa. And it, I, in the, in the worst moments, I couldn't imagine going through it, uh, with anyone else. You know, we, we, we were told, someone told me that Claire had a, she has gone through surgery. And so I know that she's happy that you're there. 
uh, in her life right now. We want to send you know our well wishes to her as, in yes, that regard absolutely. as well. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, that's sure. I, I'm so proud of her too for um, taking that step uh, for her health, and it, you know it's been on social and everything like that. Um, but it's it's even beyond um, just the physical health. It takes a lot. I know that anyone who would go through that, it's a scary time and she's handled it so well. I know that she's helped so many women out there. Um, so I can't even put into words how proud of her I am for for doing that. And, um, you know, she's she's healthy. Everything's all good on that end. Um, you know, and it's it's something that was really uh, powerful to watch, you know, how it all came together you know, longstanding and just to see where she's at now. So I'm, I'm very proud of her. And how did you support her during that difficult time? Like how, how were you her rock in that situation? I mean, it, it, I, the number one thing is just being there. Like, and we've talked about it, but you know, I love Claire for Claire, you know, that it is what it is. Um, and anything she chooses and especially with her health. And this was something that she, she knew in her heart was the right thing to do like I'm there through hell or high water. So it was, um, I think the challenge, most challenging thing is, you know, you always want to do more for your significant mm -hmm. other. And in instances like that, and even just in small things in life, we can't always fix everything. Um, but I also learned a lot of just how to be there, how to listen. Um, and she taught me and gave me strength in a lot of ways, just uh, with how she's handled everything. What, talk about that. What have you learned from Clara since y'all been dating? You just mentioned uh, it's been since last August. So we just had a little over a one year anniversary. Congrats. What have you learned in this time frame from your fiance? I, I think we've learned a lot from from one another. Um, you know, definitely patience uh, is something that I've learned a lot more. It's key. Um, <laughs> huh? Yeah, it's yeah. Key. Right. And uh I've also learned a lot about um, just being able to let my guard down. And I think that's something that love and trust and a strong support system does because, you know, I think about in my life, I've never had the opportunity or the option to stumble and fall because if, if that happened, I felt like my family was going to, was going to deteriorate in some, some way. I've always been the head of the household you know, literally since high school paying bills uh, so we could keep the lights on and stuff like that. So as I've gotten older, you know, I, and, and through this time, I've realized that you don't have to take on everything uh, by yourself. And there's a lot of trust that's involved. Uh, there's a lot of patience. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of times you just have to look at yourself um, as well. And I think being in front of you know, or in the public eye, we're always worried about how people judge, judge us. And, you know, I, I would say that I have a pretty good hold on that and I don't stress about it too much, but we all have some level of worry about perception. Um, and knowing that you've got someone in your corner uh, through and through, it, it makes it so much easier to navigate all those things. Um, who would you, who would you say is one another? Who would you say, like, are you, do you feel like you're you handled that all that criticism better? Like how does Claire deal with all the the nonsense? I mean, well, and that's like, Claire can, you know, discuss that stuff. Um, she, she, I mean, she handles, it handles things, uh, you know, well, and like, it, I mean, anyone's going to take some of those things, um, 
in a difficult manner. Uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll say during that time, like December, January, February, like those are some of the hardest times I've, I, I've definitely had next to my mother passing away and going through that. And I, I would say that it wasn't as much as having to deal with it on my end. Like for me, I can handle, like I, I could handle it. But the unique situation that most people don't understand is that everyone that knows you goes through these rides with you. Everyone who's, you have a relationship, a friendship goes through these rides with you and they don't know what to believe and what not to believe. And that was really tough for me at times because I, I grew up in a small community um, that I'm so proud of, but we also had to really fight for respect and to break down a lot of barriers um, based on, you know, class, you know, uh, finance, financial status, all those things, race. And I remember going through some of the, the stuff um, in, uh, you know, like January and February. And all I could think is feeling portrayed to be something or someone that is the farthest thing from what I've stood for and been my entire life. And also at the same time, no matter what the truth is, at a certain point, you can, you're only adding fuel to the fire. Um, so it was a lot because your family wants to be there for you. Your friends want to be there for you. They don't necessarily know what to say. I've always, I, with everything, I have always said, stay out of any of the business or anything in the, in the public eye or any of the media. If, if there's anything that needs to be handled, I'll take care of it. Um, so that was the most challenging thing from a criticism standpoint. And I, I would say also, you know, early on when Claire was going through a lot of things, that was very challenging as well, because that's a moment where you want to be able to stop and fix so many things for the people that you love and care about. But that's where I really had to learn to just be there and support and listen more and show more love because how I handle something is completely different than how someone else will handle it. And the things that land like right here, like, or, you know, that might affect you, I probably wouldn't even bat an eye at, you know, I'm, or not, I'm, you know what I'm saying though, right? It's yeah. just how things yeah. land and what they trigger. Um, so those are the hardest, uh, those were the hardest moments. Um, but again, it's, it's growth. And I, I say over and over, I wouldn't change anything for the world. Gotcha. Dale, while we have you, one, thank you for coming on the pod. As we know, we've been trying to get you for some time now. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about what are the things that you and Claire are doing uh, moving forward? We know that you do a lot of philanthropic efforts and work. And if you just can elaborate on a little bit of that. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, right now, um, and, and again, you know, Claire is, will will definitely speak more to some of the things that she's she's got going on and is very passionate about. But I think you know, right now, a, a big thing is helping people uh, on both ends. You know, I'll, I'll say with Claire going through her stuff um, with her surgery, um, she's really focused on utilizing that experience to really help women and empower women. You know, on this end, um, I'm very focused uh, with the Special Olympics. Um, that's something I've been involved that. with for a very long time awesome. on a global scale. And, you know, now that the pandemic is... Um, or at least things are opening up more, we're getting back to really starting to raise a lot of different funds. We're starting to do a lot of cool events and experiences. Um, I just went back 
uh, to school to get my health coaching certification. Uh, and a major reason for me doing that was because I struggled so much, um, you know, December, January, February, even like November, because I've always had mentors. I've always had community around me. And I, I'm someone who is very mindful and works on mental strength. But I realized through the pandemic how much of that I lost because of proximity to other people. Um, and the best thing I've done personally for myself is, is gone back and really focused on the holistic side of things, the mental strength. Um, and my goal and focus with this, once I get done with this six month program is to utilize that to help other people um, and build out or work with different companies or programs to make things more approachable. Because dude, at the end of the day, your health and happiness is, is everything. It's paramount. Um, yeah. sure. And you got to invest in it just like you do anything. Amen, man. You're using your platform for good and helping people. I think that's what it's all about, man. So kudos to you. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. So, so Dale, I got to ask, bro, like when am I, when are we getting some babies? <laughs> Well, oh, are we, are, are there wedding bells in the future? I mean, come on, break it down to us here. Hey, I, can, I cannot, I, I can't break anything down without Claire. Claire here with me, so, uh, well, she's the boss, huh? Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. So, hey, Brian, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be respectful and not, and not dig too hard, but that was, that was the scapegoat. Dale knew what he was doing. He was like, he was like, baby, don't come on because when they ask he a question, I don't want to answer around to that. I'm going to say, well, where is she here? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about those things. And, uh, you know, we'll, we're we're going to have to have Claire on to, to clarify a little bit. No, <laughs> we'll, no. we'll talk about those things together. Brian, if, if and when Claire comes on, she's like, well, I can't answer that because Dale's not here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they are they are well prepared. Oh, yeah. Man. No, they're they're media okay, trained throughout. Whenever, the, whenever that is, uh, you'll find out from uh, from us not the internet. So, fair enough, man. Well, uh, you have. Where can the people find you? What is next? We know you're in school. Uh, we know that you are, you know, giving back to the people. We know that you are Claire's rock in this time right now. Uh, I just went to her page. She's doing her thing. She's like you said, always smiling. Her energy's on ten. Uh, yeah, she's feeling good. She, she, she's, she's, she's doing amazing right now. So it's, it's uh, beautiful to see for sure. Definitely so, man. Well, awesome, man. I appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, I appreciate you, Dale. Thank you so much. And uh, just good luck to you and Claire and, you know, the best wishes for your relationship moving forward. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And uh, same thing with, with both of y'all. Um, obviously, I, you know, follow and uh, see things from a distance. And I hope y'all are healthy, happy. Um, and I, you know, this fall, I feel I'm so excited for the fall. I feel like it's going to be so great for so many people. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited to see how, uh, things keep progressing for the both of y'all. If you're for ever in LA, man, if you're ever in LA, let us know. Yo, I definitely right. going to be in LA. We'll be spending some more time out there for sure. All right, buddy. Good talking nice. to you, man. All right, brother. Take it easy. Mike, I loved having Dale on. I thought he was, uh, very authentic and forthcoming. And, you know, it was just great to hear about, you know, everything that's going on in his life and, and everything that's going on with his relationship with Claire. Although, yes, I will. I saw you laugh just now. And I know what you were talking about. He wasn't as forthcoming on certain things that we really wanted to get out of him. But overall, I thought it was, a, you know, a, a great pod and a great interview with him. Dude, that was Dale's first time talking publicly uh, since the show. We definitely got to have Claire on. You know, we already know their scapegoat rules. We got to yeah, have one at yeah. a time. 
I'm cool we, with that though. We got to get both of them on. So just yeah, put we, them that's on the what spot. we got to do. Get both of them at the same time. But we did get the exclusive. So, <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, Dell, appreciate you, homie. It's always great to have you on. Dell is debonair. That, that, that's Dell. He's he's not going to get too rattled. Uh, if he don't like, if he doesn't like something, he just will, you know. Be respectful and keep it moving, you know, yeah, and, say, yeah. and, say, and say respectful. And, and that, that's still, yeah. so I love it. Can't no, be mad I, at him. And I could really relate a lot to what he was saying, you know, all the hardships that him and Claire had to go through after the show, you know, being the two at the end, you know, just like them, you know, it really is hard. And I love the way he spoke about how they support each other. You know what I'm no, saying? Yeah, just communicating, so. being there. And, you know, if you need to, flush out some BS that's being thrown on a line, like talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like don't hold any feelings in. Like you just want to get everything out in the open how, how, about how you feel about certain things. And like he said, he just grew during that entire period of just with all those hardships coming their way. And you love to see it, man. And it's like they came out on the other end. They're together. They're happy. And that's what I, it's all about. You and I have spoken about this, I believe, or maybe it was uh, Rachel and myself, about people in relationships that, especially coming from the show, when you go through a lot early on, it strengthens that relationship, I feel. Yeah, it was, it was you and I speaking about that because all the hate that you and Rachel received, yeah. uh, all the hate that Dale and Claire received, all the hate that Marissa and Riley are receiving. Yeah. Uh, when, on this show, it seems like when people, I hate to say it, I don't, well, I actually don't hate to say it, but when you don't get your way some to some of the fans, it's like you're, you're just making them that couple stronger. Yeah. It's yeah. truly what it is. And so I love to see it. Uh, Clarendale, you know. No, and Mike, honestly, it takes two mature individuals who really want the relationship to be successful at the end of the day because all that bullshit, you know, if it penetrates, you know, your, your defenses, you know what I'm saying? It could be the situation where that is what pulls them apart, like all the, 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 the outside noise, right? So I love the fact that they're – insulating everything, not really paying attention to the BS that's coming out in the media and just really focusing on their relationship. And I think that's how you survive in this type of environment, you know? It's definitely how you survive. Uh, but to all of our listeners, thank you uh, for tuning in today's episode. We love having you. We love hearing you. Uh, keep sending us your thoughts uh, and your, your comments. And you know we always love to hear your opinions, your stories, your insights. So please don't forget to like, comment, follow, message us on social on at Talking It Out BN on Instagram and Batch Nation Pods on Facebook and Twitter. And Mike, I'm not going to take your line, bro. Go ahead. And as always, baby, don't forget to subscribe <laughs> to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to right now. And baby, don't DM me no more unless you hit that subscribe. Love y'all.